I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't well, see it. you're gonna have to just take my I, word I for it. it. I see it now. Yes, we are live. <laughs> <clears throat> we're a little bit early, so I want to let uh, the folks get in here that we're wanting to get in here. But we are back for a probably going to be a mini sode just to cover a little okay. subject that came up today in one of the podcasting groups. This is like the third week in a row and that we've uh, done the thing. So I wanted to get the, the family together and discuss this, see if we can get to the bottom of it. And uh, Are you going to discuss it with me? or Yeah, you and everyone. I just want to let people okay. have a chance to get in here that wanted to be in on the discussion. I don't sure. even think... Brooke is clueless to everything that we do here until the last second. She doesn't know <laughs> what we're going to be talking about or anything. That is facts. Point. Colin's here. Oh, Colin is here. <laughs> My man, Colin. The big dog. FYI, he knows a lot about guns, folks. A whole lot about guns. He's a Second Amendment lover like Uncle Randy, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Right now we're, now we're still a little bit low, but here, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to talk about what we're here tonight to discuss. I got into a pretty uh, heated discussion today in one of the podcasting groups uh, that we're in, and it was a show. I didn't see any of this, by the way. A cool show. Uh, the guys are very cool. They posted up, can, uh, can men and women be friends? Platonic friends. Mm. Straight up. That's a loaded question. Straight up friends, platonic. Mm-hmm. So I went in and... Okay. Uh, I have questions. Okay, cool. Like like friends with you and your husband or just I'm only friends with this guy, but you're not friends with him? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. That's what I kind of want to dive into. Is that the kind of friends you're talking about? Yeah. This is riveting, sir. Okay, hang on. I was just kind of checking some uh, <laughs> some notes here, letting people get in. Let me go back. Um, all right. So yes, the question is: We'll start with: Can men and women be platonic friends? We've discussed this before on uh, some old podcasts on our our own opinions. But I went a little deeper. I dug into the science, folks. Uncle Randy's not about bringing you conjecture. Am I using that word right? I, I think so. I, I, I'm going to say yes. Is that sure. the correct use of the word conjecture? Is that like injecting your opinion? I into don't know. It? it just sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. I'm Keep not going. interested it sounds good. in conjecture. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in facts. Mm-hmm. Follow the science here. So I pulled up a couple of studies. So we're going to get deep into it. Uh, folks, chime in in the comments if you have a if you think men and women can be platonic friends. Say yes or no. I want to hear. What you folks have to say, and we will, are you going to bring, put the comments up as they come in? Sure. Cool. I mean, not all of them, it, if it's like last time. No, if, yeah, if they're, uh, <laughs> it was, it was if they're solid points. So, but, but yes. All right, so first I'm just going to start by asking that question to you, see what you think. You tell me your first thoughts about men and women being able to be platonic friends and load in all of your, you know, Stipulations. Okay. So the first, the first thing, I mean, men and women can be friends. Yes. But there's a lot of different factors. So, like, if one or both of you is in a committed relationship, 
then your partner and their partner all need to be involved in the friendship. I don't, there shouldn't be like a, I'm friends with this person and they're mine and not, because then it, that's a whole like separation of anything when you're mm-hmm. married or in a long-term committed relationship is not a good idea. I don't think. Um, but if, if you want to have an open and honest relationship, so there's that. Um, if neither one of you are in a relationship, I still think it's possible, but usually that's only the case if like y'all grew up together mm-hmm. and Y'all were like, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, whatever together. And you're adults. You're neither one of y'all is in a relationship. Um, y'all can still be friends. I think there's still room for like one of y'all to catch some feelings mm-hmm. when you get to be adults. Because then there's like things like going out and having adult beverages usually yep. um, and being lonely. Um, well, here's where that's dangerous. I'm going to chime in mm-hmm. right there. Where the old, oh, they've been my friend forever is dangerous because there's history. History is always strong. Like, no matter what, I'm just speaking in general. Like, like you said, that does, it can get dangerous in certain situations. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that can get more dangerous. But I just want to go ahead and give my answer. Uh-huh. My answer is a resounding fuck no. <laughs> Men can't be friends with women platonically. In almost all cases, there are some cases that are rare unicorns, but my answer is fuck no. Here's why. I label, and we have a lot of friends, couples who their wives I think are very fantastic. Those are associates of Uncle Randy. I can't call them friends because if I, when you start calling someone a friend to me, Mm -hmm. that you attach a feeling there that is more than an inanimate object, and thus men might fuck the inanimate object. That's guys. I'm talking about from guys' perspective. Women, there's a 2% chance I think they can do it. I really do think some women can be platonic friends with men. I don't think any man can do it very, very rarely. It is a one-sided thing. So Justin, or uh, I saw Justin's name popped up. Colin had a good point. By saying he would never be friends with a woman who made his wife feel uncomfortable or insecure. And that's absolutely right. I mean, if, if that ever comes up, if, if... That's a fair point. Very good point. I mean, that's where you got to draw the line. If, if you're friends with somebody, whether it's somebody that's like a childhood friend or whatever, and they make your wife feel uncomfortable, it's got to be addressed or you just don't talk to that person anymore. <laughs> you got to pick one or the other or, you know, try to make your wife and her be friends or something, you know, like to, to see that she's not a threat if she's really not a threat, you know? No. And Um, you have to nip that in the bud as the other, uh, the other person in the relationship. Absolutely. If the wife, we'll just put it in our perspective. If you come to me and say, Hey, that friend of yours, that's a girl that you've been friends with since you were kids. That relationship bothers me. I'm just going to say it. It just bothers me. Mm -hmm. If you don't address that, then you're you're digging your own grave. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to what to Colin's point, I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. And if that person's really your true friend that would want you to be happy, they would want your wife to be comfortable 
Agreed. They would root for your marriage like Colin said. Yes. Colin needs to be on the show already. He's a therapist. <laughs> I like where his head's at. Here, we're going to do our shots real quick to Colin. Got the best comment so far to our good buddy, Colin. Yes. Nice All job, right. sir. This is Goldschlager. I can see the flakes in mine. I'm going to puke. I have one gold flake in mine, I think. I'm rich, bitch. You, you ripped me off. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Oh, so good. Oh, that's such a big shot. Woo. Okay. All right, so now let's talk a little bit of science. Oh, God. First <sighs> one. This is a study I cited from Psychology Today. Can men and women be just friends? In most cases, the answer is no. When both people see friendship as a step to mutually satisfying love, sex, and or commitment, at other times, men and women cannot be just friends because only one friend desires something more, usually the male. Those mismatched desires between men and women lead to unequal friend zone situations. Mm -hmm. It's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's what I've always said. Somebody wants to fuck. Yeah. I want to just put that in layman's term. What they're the saying guy. is you can't do it because somebody wants to fuck. Yeah. Ski. That doesn't mean they will, but they want to. And that little wedge mm -hmm. is enough. You got to listen to Uncle Randy. You got to take a knee right now. This is from life experience. That little wedge can start everything. I'm not sweating, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating from that uh, golf slogger already. Jeez Louise. All right, so. Stephanie said she has lots of guy friends, but none of them want to get with this. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do, Stephanie. They just haven't said the, anything. She'll kick the shit out of them. <laughs> All right, so uh, first between men and women is not impossible. However, you have to find someone with friendship goals matching your own, and that is extremely rare. Communicating clearly and leaving when there is not a match is key. Who's going to do that if you got this history with a person since you were kids in middle school and now you've, you've reunited, you've rekindled? I just don't think it's – I mean, you know, people are going to call me a, a misogynist maybe, but I give it a big fuck no. Is anybody with me? I say no. Men and women can't be friends. They can be associates, son. That's <laughs> associates. all. Yeah, and well, and when, uh, when you were talking about like, you know, we have a lot of – couple friends mm -hmm. and like I almost see like our friends that are couples like the the husband is more like your friend <laughs> wife is more like my friend and then like I'm also friends with friends with the husband but just like as a unit with the that's wife an associate or that's a yeah. perfect example of an associate yeah like which is no problem all of all of my buddies I am an associate with their wife they are my associate I think they're great but I can't call them friends because to me that requires a level of intimacy that crosses. That's just to me. I'm a guy. I know men want to get their fuck ski on and spread and spill their seed. It's the truth. Mm -hmm. You got to do your part to make sure mm -hmm. that beast is tamed. If you want to be in a committed, happy relationship. That's just me. Yeah. So listen to what Justin said. Uh, dude has no intentions beyond being a, platonic friend but then the chick makes a move just as the guy is in a sexual <laughs> slump with his old lady so what that is is like the universe giving you a challenge i think of whether you really are serious about your relationship or not oh sure i mean you can easily use your uh if you've 
you've got these uh, friends that are of the opposite sex. That's a perfect out when you want one from a right. marriage. It'll present itself the opportunity. I don't know what a sexual slump is with, what is that? I've, I don't know what that is. I guess if they're not getting it on <laughs> No, baby. I'm, baby. No, we don't. We, <laughs> uh, agreed. We don't know what that is, which that's going to be one of the signs. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. <laughs> now here, I want to go into this so study literal. now that we've got some people in here. This study was done at, conducted at Harvard. All right. I still feel that shot right here. It is about, can heterosexual men and women ever be just friends? Few it was a Harvard questions, study? Yes. Few questions have provoked debates as intense. Family dinners as awkward, <laughs> literature as lurid, or movies as memorable. Still, the question remains unanswered. So here's what they did. They took 88 pairs of undergraduate opposite-sex friends mm-hmm. into a science lab. <laughs> and Privacy was paramount. <laughs> they split them up. They split them up. In order to ensure honest responses, the researchers not only followed protocol regarding anonymity and confidentiality, but also required both friends to agree verbally and in front of each other to refrain from discussing the study even after they had left the testing facility. These friendship pairs were then separated, and each member of each pair was asked a series of questions related to his or her romantic feelings or lack thereof toward the friend with whom they were taking the study. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Everybody on the same page? Sure. Rascals. These are undergrads, too. Don't worry. We'll get to older people soon. Nine months later, there was X amount of babies. (laughs) Yeah. Cade... uh, Cade's got a good point. Excellent point there, sir. Your spouse should be a part of your all of your friendships, especially when it's a friend of the opposite sex. Yep. I agree. That makes you associates. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And Bonnie has a good point, too, because she said a friend who respects your relationship wouldn't do that slump or not. Boom. Boom. Bonnie is bringing, <laughs> bringing the big dick On right it. there. All right. Oh. So the study I just mentioned, the mm-hmm. results suggest large gender differences in how men and women experience opposite sex friendships. Men were much more attracted to their female friends than vice versa. Yeah. Men were also more likely than women to think that their opposite sex friends were also attracted to them. (laughs) Stupid guys. A clearly misguided (laughs) belief. In fact, men's estimates of how attractive they were to their female friends had virtually nothing to do with how these women actually felt. And almost everything to do with how the men themselves felt yes. toward their partner exactly. in the study, their friend. Men are simple, Males simple assumed creatures. that any romantic attraction they experienced was mutual and were blind to the actual level of romantic interest felt by their female friends. That's the truth. If you're yeah. a guy, I hate to say it, we're dumb animals, son. Yeah. We're here to spill our seed in every hole possible <laughs> genetically. So if you're not doing your part... And understanding that, yeah. you're living blind, and you're in, you're making a recipe for disaster, sons. This is Uncle Randy trying to help you. But I love that, like, <laughs> all the guys thought that the girls were way more attracted to them than they really were. <laughs> They're like, yeah, she digs me, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. They absolutely do. That, and that's the truth. All men, we're Dumb like, <laughs> we're all like, oh, shit. All right. She has to like me. There's uh-huh. no way. I mean, it's so narcissistic, but we're narcissists. That's the truth. Yes. I'm not trying to get in an argument about the psychology here. No, men typically are more narcissistic like that. It's just funny. Uh, there's plenty of narcissistic women. Don't get me wrong. But All right. So, females generally not attracted 
um, to their male friends. They assumed that this lack of attraction was mutual. As a result, men consistently overestimated the level of attraction felt by their female friends, and women consistently underestimated the level of attraction felt by their friends. Now, listen, because this is from Harvard, I'm putting it all in. It really does make sense, though, because you hear all the, you know, women are like, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're like, bullshit. According to this, that could actually be the case. I think it'd be hard to find a woman that has not had that experience with a guy friend in their life at least once. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I do have a a good buddy, and I got to put this, you know, I'm going to keep him anonymous. But in his perfection or in his profession, (laughs) um, it can require some kind of connections between men and women. You can just say photographers, a videographer, somebody does film. Does that touch a bell with you? Do they get a pass? You know, because you can feel it if they don't connect, right? Like in the pictures and shit. What do you mean? Do you mean? think that's real? For like, um, like if a, you got a male photographer shooting like a semi-nude woman. They have to connect, right? There I thought you were a, talking about like photographing people together. No, because I'm saying men can absolutely not fuck or not not want to fuck. However, there I'm given the instance of where there's a few I think that you examples. Can. A professional photographer could go in, no, shoot think, a lady with her butt pulled apart and her boobs hanging I out want, I mean, and what, not want to bang her. What kind of photographer are you, first of all? Well, it depends on what they're shooting. They could be shooting so, a very artsy piece yeah. and they're not nude. Okay. But that's what I was going to say, is that if you're a professional... Yes. You can separate that. You can separate it and it, you, know, you recognize it as... This is your work, and and looking at it from that angle, not like I want to hit that ass, but like sure. this, is, this is the best way it looks in the light or something, <laughs> like and not and especially if you're not trying. I mean, but if you're trying to get with it, then by all means, sure. But no, I mean, I'm just saying. I that don't know what the, the whole situation is. There are some people that can keep it professionally in their pants. Yes. To me, as a man, that is a super dangerous. You got to be very committed. Dustin said, like an OBGYN, they're looking at vag all day. Oh, my God. That's a perfect example. All day. They're over it. They are so over it. (laughs) They are sick of that. Um, All right. So check this out, though. And according to this study, Dustin, check this out, sir. Both men and women were equally attracted to romantically involved opposite sex friends. So it makes no difference whether they're with somebody or not. They have... Both men and women were willing to be attracted to people whether they were with somebody or not. So there wasn't any weight on like har- the the one that was harder to get because he was with somebody and more no, attractive. Not according to that. Both men that, and women I were thought was like attracted. A, I thought that was like science. Like like men sometimes will wear a wedding ring to a bar that aren't married. Well, this we get to that in a little bit as okay. they get older. Okay. It changes as we get older. Remember, this is uh, undergrads. We've all been there, sons. All right, now, women were the more sensitive to their male friend's relationship status and uninterested in pursuing those who were already involved with someone else that they knew about. Mm -hmm. These results suggest that men, relative to women, have a particularly hard time being just friends. Said it from the jump. Hell, I know I should have went to Harvard, sons. I've told you. Is that what this study is really telling you? 
it's our it's right here. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, I'll put the link or you will in the show notes. I don't have the sure. People can go to it, check it out, judge for themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is not just a bit of confirmation for stereotypes about sex-hungry males and naive <laughs> females. It's direct proof that two people can experience the exact same relationship in radically different ways. Mm-hmm. Men seem to see myriad opportunities for romance in their supposedly platonic opposite-sex yeah. friendships. Boom. That's what I say. Yeah. Someone always wants to fuck sons, even if it's this much. <laughs> this much. <laughs> Someone still wants to, and it's going to be the dude usually. Usually, and that's just being honest. Somewhere in there, when somebody's like, "Oh, she's just a friend, honey," boom, that would throw up. Like, see, that much could be a little bit. Wants to. You're just always assuming too that they're in a relationship. That's where you got to like take into account. There's plenty of people out there that aren't in a relationship, but are trying to have just friendships. And with the opposite sex, and a lot of times failing because somebody gets friend zoned, and <laughs> yes, then, and somebody ends up getting their feelings hurt because they think the other person, aka the guy, thinks that she's into him too, and then it ends up ruining the friendship. Well, that's exactly what does it is the guy decides to make the move, mm-hmm. and then the girl's like, "What the fuck, bro? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I really thought we were buddies." And, the dude's like, "You've weird. been giving me all the signs." By like just being nice, right? Just being a guys just assume that you're down. They assume because you're drop the underpants, talking to them because you're alive and you're near them. (laughs) That you are down. You're not being held against your will to hang out with your bathing suit parts together. That is how we roll. I know. I hate to be the one unveiling the big secret, but you're not, babe. Dudes want to get their dicks on big time, on and in. Let me, let me, breaking news, babe. Everybody that has a vagina knows this already. So bad. Yeah. Ooh, great question, sir. How about old flames that resurface on social media? (laughs) That's a tough one, sir. That has to be handled delicately, honestly. That's where you gotta, you gotta communicate and uh, hide and run for the hills and block them immediately. Whatever. You're okay. friends with all kind of your ex-girlfriends. I'm friends with tons of the, the girls I went, with, went out with for like we just, two weeks in middle school. We just school. had one of your ex-girlfriends from middle school send us your old football from high jersey. High school. High school. My old middle school jersey. Yes. I can't keep up. You had too many fucking girlfriends Dude, in middle date, school and high school. And then you stayed with the one all the way. Yes. And let me tell you, everybody that went to my high school, if any of them are in here will tell you, every one of us dated every one of us. And mm-hmm. then somebody ended up marrying. Wait, so that one that... Okay, I just I thought you dated Jill like pretty much all high school. <laughs> no, I, from my like my junior year, it went from my oh, junior year through okay. like so late you had, my junior year. You had year. plenty of time yeah. then. Up oh yeah, until, I had okay. a million girlfriends for two weeks. <laughs> Every one of them was love too. Sons. Okay, enough. Every one enough. You wanted me to tell you how many of my boyfriends were friends with on Facebook? I don't know. I, not, none. A couple. You got Harley. Cool dude. Yeah. Didn't y'all go to a dance? I don't, he was my boyfriend in high school, yes. my senior year. We went to well, prom together. And you just contradicted yourself. Boom. You said, we're never the idiot. Boom. I there's s- one right there. <laughs> We've all got past luck now. You don't want to get down to the ones <laughs> that were sexual deviants, Dustin. Those are the ones you want to keep under wraps, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. If you got some freak out there that you did butt stuff with, don't put that out there, sir. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help you out. 
Keep the butt stuff away. All right, so now here's the last point I want to make on this study. Discrepancies increased as men aged. Males on the younger end of the spectrum were four times more likely than the females to report romantic attraction as a benefit of opposite-sex friendships. So young people, men are four times more likely to be wrong about the dynamic. No shit. (laughs) Whereas those on the older end of the spectrum were 10 times more likely to do the same. So as we get older, we think we're better looking and we're more attractive. That's why it's dangerous. These mm-hmm. middle-aged guys that are fucking around and having women friends, dangerous, sons. It's dangerous. Yeah. Look. Just trying to help you. Bonnie has a good point. Everybody has a past. Needs yes. to fuck, stay the fuck there in the past. <laughs> and they can be my friend if they want to see a million pictures and posts of my husband and kid. Hell to the yeah. I mean, that's all they see. Mm. Any of our, because we have the... All this, of our exes are fine on oh, our thing. Sure. We don't have any problems with that. And they're all zero. married and do, or whatever, too. No, like and I know and, that you never had any sexual activity prior to being with Uncle Randy. I know that. Because I don't have any children as no, proof. <laughs> you've never broken wind. You've never used the number yeah. two. And you had never been deflowered. Okay. okay. We know sure. that. I only know that you have because there's a child that's proof. That was an immaculate conception. <laughs> you <laughs> Ask anyone. Yes. Well, we all know you've never had anything like this. No. No. That's exactly right, sons. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it's dangerous, sons. I'm just trying to be there for you. All right. So we also, I also wanted to t- jump into these signs that your spouse could be cheating. What's crap? Oh, what's, shit. Here it is. What's crap about okay. that? Is this a Harvard study, too? <laughs> no, this is... Uh, is this BuzzFeed? No, this is, I think, psychology. Okay. Yep, psychology today also. Okay. All right. Now, here's the thing. Every one of these, Google it, sons. It'll say, how to know if your husband's cheating. <laughs> All of it. All of them. <laughs> because the women are always the ones wanting to know. I the guess. men, I think, want to keep it... like Even if they suspect it, they don't... They'd rather deny. They would rather not know and like just hope it goes away and everything gets better. But women are like, I need to know (laughs) (laughs) everything, and then and then they start going crazy and like looking through his phone. Yep, Justin said hiding the phone. That's number one. Basically, learned is that men are idiots. So far in all this, in these studies and what you just said, we're the simpler. You don't overthink things, is how I like to put it. All right, so I do want to see. So everybody's guessing. Women overthink everything. What's the number one sign that your spouse is cheating? What so Dustin far, we've said. got holding the phone. I'm yeah. just going to wait and let people chime in and see if anybody has a different one before <laughs> I unveil. Um, Too easy. No, nah, it's not number one. I'm d- going to be honest. Uh, la, la, la. Um, working late. <sighs> Multiple calculator applications on the phone. <laughs> Why? Colin, why do you know this? What is that? There might be one. Th- there's one that's like a. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, is it a front of another app? Yeah, or it's like putting somebody's phone yes. number with a different name. Yeah, I can't. the The name for it has escaped me. But yeah, it's like one of them is actually your calculator, and then the other ones are really just like a facade. Like mm. it's it's really like Y'all a some kind technical. of weird like WhatsApp dude. Colin, Naughty texting thing. Colin is a private investigator. <laughs> he knows because he's that looking at Madison's me. phone. What the fuck? You, how many calculators you got, girl? <laughs> how, however, that's still not number one. 
Picture Vault. Okay, nothing. Working late isn't even. Nope. Separate bank accounts. Nope. All right, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Number one, because nobody's going to get it. The first sign that your spouse could be cheating is actually withholding sex, improved appearance. Oh, that if is. If your significant that's other it. suddenly starts exercising, eating healthier, that could be a sign that they're trying to appear more attractive to someone, possibly you, but possibly an affair. If Mr. Sweatpants are just fine at a party, starts wearing slacks with matching socks and a fashionable yes. shirt, or Miss I can't help it if I smell like our son's poopy diaper suddenly smells like Chanel number five. That may indicate an affair. Ditto for a new haircut and new underwear, sons. That's not true for you. I buy you new underwear. You buy me my underwear. So Especially if your significant other looks the same shit. around you, but significantly better for work or other social oh. events. That's, that's, that's it, yeah. That's why when I was pregnant and as my like body was like getting fatter and your abs were getting more cut, I was like, what is happening? You're damn right, son. I was a machine. <laughs> I was immediately going time. to like, he's cheating on me. <laughs> Just because I was hormonal and crazy. Colin. That's why I always wear Crocs, son. <laughs> Have a dad bod and not give a shit what my haircut looks like. Well done, sir. <laughs> it's true. You're and safe, that's why Madison. Mike You're still safe. wears cargo shorts. Mike is a fucking genius. You're right. <laughs> Yep, so, so we all agree that does make sense. I'm going to just say that. It makes total sense. I'm just wanting us to see if these make makes, sense to us. So if it's a change, because mm-hmm. like, I feel like, you know, you always, like, there's a time and a place. I wear I'm a jeans some, and t-shirt guy, or shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, guy. I wear some leggings and a t-shirt every single day, but like, if we have some shit going on, <laughs> I'll maybe put some real pants on. Maybe. 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 I prefer the tights look, and if I could wear... Those tights all the time. If it was acceptable for dudes, I'd be busting leggings every day. You know it's true. I know. That's why I wear them every day. They're more comfortable. The only thing that I don't like about wearing leggings every day is there's no pockets. There is no pockets. That's the biggest downfall. I have like one pair of leggings that has pockets. but They would show my enormous print too, my beer can, which would be bad for others. I don't want to make people feel bad. You know it's true. My leggings just show my enormous ass, but it it's does. more it does comfortable. That, but that's fine. <laughs> In leggings. <laughs> All, right, All right. So go ahead. Number, number two, two. Secretive phone or computer use. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it was number two. People weren't far off. Cheaters yeah. tend to use their phones and computers more frequently than before uh-huh. and to guard them as if their lives depend on it. <laughs> if your partner's phone and laptop Never required a password before, Mm. and now they do. That's not a good sign. Mm -mm. If your partner suddenly starts deleting text and history on a daily basis, that's not a good sign. If your partner never relinquishes possession of their phone, (laughs) even taking it into the bathroom when they shower, that's not a good sign. If you ask to review your partner's phone and they say no, that's a problem. Honestly, what could possibly be there other than information about your surprise birthday that they wouldn't want to keep secret? I mean that that hits home because both of us had some a little bit of trust issues when we started dating. Oh sure, and we both kind of had to overcome no. that. I will because t- that you like right when we started dating, you were like real weird about. I'm a hundred percent. I've been upfront about yeah. that always. I would fight to the death over my phone. You are the first woman. It's probably because my behavior has a hundred percent been on the up and up. <laughs> That you could have my phone all day long. I wouldn't give two shits. People may not believe. I would trade you phones now. And you know it. 
well, you always tell me to go look in your phone for whatever. Right. And same. I don't care. And I do the same. I mean, and, and neither one of us like. Oh. No, but it's it's a real thing. It is. So if, yeah, when somebody is superly aggressive about their phone, that is a sign for concern. I'm totally fine with that being number two. Yeah. So, boom. So, uh, like, is it like. Brooke social- needs leggings with pockets for Christmas. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, Bonnie. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So number three, this is interesting, though. Periods where your significant other is unreachable. Ew. If your partner's cheating on you, they're less likely to answer your calls, respond mm-hmm. to your texts. You may hear legitimate sounding excuses like they were in a meeting, driving, in a dead zone, didn't know where you were, trying to get in touch. <laughs> if your partner's unreachable while working later on a business trip, they're fucking somebody. Yeah, it was a... Hey, I got to agree with all that. I don't all see a of problem it. I with mean, that. that. Yeah, I don't see any problem with that. Now, <laughs> I would have signed up for any and all business trips in my previous marriage. I was <laughs> the first one in the room to be like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. I do everything in my power <laughs> to never, ever, ever travel now. I mean, since sure. I've been with Randall, it, it's it's like such night and day. So that... And that's and, not a... People travel. No, some it's people's a, jobs just require jobs it. On it. Absolutely. And that's totally normal. My job, though, it's it's not ever really been a huge requirement. It was more of like, hey, this would be nice if you could. Sure. And it, honestly, like for a lot of times, it probably was more of a requirement, but I would figure my way out like maybe twice a year <laughs> sure you know for a fact and that's a we're we're both agree 100 percent. i would use i would travel anytime before now I, you have heard me bullshit my way out of being i'm the only person in my company that's I never know. i have never went to an out-of-town trip that is unheard of you haven't like Cade said i can't say that's all fair and then colin's like hang on <laughs> Because they both travel all the time, and that's that's what I said. There's yeah. people that is no. totally legit. Y'all's Those jobs, guys, it, it. I mean, it's just what you do. It is what for you, sure. you signed up for. But if all of a sudden it, your spouse has the same job, yes, no job title <laughs> change, but same all of a sudden job. they travel ninety percent of the yeah, time. Yeah, all of a sudden they're going out of town a lot. I think that would be at least a reason to have a conversation. <laughs> yes, um, and possibly put Life Three Hundred and Sixty on their phone when they're not looking. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's the thing. This is what's crazy about our lives. I don't, and I don't ever want to know. We've got the Nest things. We've got a camera that records down in our kitchen. I don't even know about or how it works. You got the doorbells. We got the little gadgets in our cars. That one that you had in your old car um, that could read what's going on. I have the hum. It's in my new car too. And I mean, I don't know or care. Like I, I have no idea. I am so okay and transparent. And yep. That's why I love our marriage. Yeah, is because that's where people want to get to. Well, and, as soon as Gunnar gets a I phone, we're all getting on Life Three Hundred and Sixty. Uh, I don't give two shits. I go to the same four places. I My know. life Me will too. Be, is a circle. Hey, from here to Town Lake, <laughs> back to Racetrack, up the Bluffs home, and back to Publix, back yeah. home. And I don't go anywhere. Yeah, you don't. My car now. Never drive. I don't. Yeah, I could go a fucking week without driving, except for to the bus stop, which is like point two five miles from our house. Uh, Yeah, Kate. Kate said, "Don't worry, Abby has my location the entire time." She, I I know she was tracking her mom too when she was. So Abby's got everybody on lockdown. Oh, dude, let me tell you, we learned this from another friend who has that three sixty on their kids' phones, and their kids also have it on their parents' phone, Mm -hmm. where that can work in reverse. 
Oh, yeah. Where the kid's like, hold up. Where you been, Mom? We thought you were going here, yeah. and we saw you going here. Boom. Yeah. Um, Which is funny. You know what? It also comes in handy if you happen to just go missing. Or guess what? If you're not doing any damn thing, and they're suspecting you are, and you're like, bitch, look at my right. shit. Right. But also, if all of a sudden, nobody can find you because somebody's murdered you. Oh, yeah. Definitely will help if you get murdered. You've got it on your your phone can well, help. Dustin has it. He knows right here, too. Every a pimp has a burner phone. <laughs> a prepaid burner phone. If Fellas, that go should... into a downtown gas station anywhere you want. Any downtown. Get a prepaid burner mm-hmm. phone. That should be a necessity for every So pimp. that should be like a sub-bullet of whatever number that was. Is like if you find a burner phone, a burner phone in their car. burner phone is 100% <laughs> proof that they're either dealing drugs Yep. Oh, Rob, this is nailed on, Robert. There's a great question. You got a comment. In 42 years I've been with seeing countless women, never in my life have I seen or met one that is worth <laughs> half or more of my shit. <laughs> well done, sir. Well played. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at least half too, son, if not more. People think it's just half. That's some old At bullshit. least half. What Randall said, he came here. With <laughs> I came here with a few cl- clothes. Clothes on your back and just that fine ass. And that's all. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Everything worked out great. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, so number and four. And now you can never leave again. If they start uh-huh. withholding sex or... That's what I said Or at the top. all of a sudden want to have 10 times more sex. Really? Because they're trying to then cover it up. Really? See, I, th- I've never heard of that. I've heard of all of a sudden, like... Because usually... This is how it usually happens. I'm going to say nine times out of ten. The man wants more sex than the woman is wanting to give, usually because there's some other shit that he's doing that's pissing her off. It's like both ways. So then he's like, well, she's not giving me any, so he's going to go find it somewhere else. Sure. And, and teach then her all a lesson. Su- and th- but no, but then all of a sudden he's not even approaching the wife anymore for it. So that's the sign. You're right. That he's here, cheating. And, and finishing up right here, another possible sign of cheating is that the sex you and your partner are having feels less emotionally connected. For sure. That's real, folks. I don't want to get all mushy here because we all know, <laughs> hell, Uncle Randy's a damn champion, son. <laughs> I'm dead inside. All I do is lift heavy weights, son. Dead inside. But, yes, if the sex you start having feels meaningless, that's, that's, a, that's concerning, I would think. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen here, though, sons. <laughs> Helen, we check it out every day. <laughs> All right. We're checking it out. Ooh, another possible sign is that your partner's introducing new techniques and oh, activities into your sex life. As positions. much as you might enjoy that, yeah. it's possible they are learning new tricks for outside of your relationship. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, yes. Ouchie. All of a sudden, they're trying to do reverse cowboy dumbbell drop. <laughs> With an inverted like, downward dog. Or like bringing toys or something, and you're like, we've Huge been together. Cocks. Yeah, like, where did this come from? Unless there was like a mutual discussion beforehand. Yeah, now that's a big sign. Oh, yeah. You know, if, how many are there on this list? Uh, we got five more. Wow. Pegging. <laughs> Colin. Yeah. All the, all if the, all of a sudden they're wanting to try all pegging. All of a sudden he comes yes. home and he's like, honey, strap one on. <laughs> Put it in my rear end. That's a sign that he's cheating on you. Possibly with a man. Yes. (laughs) All right. Your partner is suddenly hostile toward you and your relationship. 
Cheaters tend to rationalize their behavior, which is what you're saying, in their own minds. Yeah. One way they do this is to push the blame onto you. Uh-huh. They, they tell themselves that you don't look the way you did when Ooh. they married you, or you're not adventurous enough in the bedroom, son, Ouch. or you don't appreciate all the wonderful things they do for you. Ouch. So they deserve to have a little fun elsewhere. Mm. Often their internal justifications for cheating leak out, and they behave judgmentally toward you and your relationship. Suddenly seems like nothing you do is right, and that nothing mm-hmm. that you used to not do or things that used to not bother your partner suddenly do. That's a strong indication of cheating. Yeah. That was right, a long folks. one. Jesus. That's deep too, sons. Yeah. Well, they're always going to try and make it your fault. Well, that's flipping the script. That's that's yeah, one Yeah, they're like, I'm only doing this because you won't like love me like I want to be loved or whatever. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> God, some of these comments are I know. too fucking funny. Excuse <laughs> All right, so yeah, I agree. So if a, if a guy or a woman, if they start mm-hmm. flipping the script on you in any way, when people start flip, that's a typical person that's trying to control everything. That's just mm-hmm. 101. I mean, I've seen that in my whole, I think anyone has. It's somebody that is uh, overly controlling, psychopathic, sociopath, narcissistic. Narcissistic, yeah. They will... Immediately They're trying to gaslight the you. And there's people that are better that are better than others at that. That can really we flip know a few. On. We know a few. <laughs> yes. All right. Number six, an altered schedule. This is where <laughs> being a creature of habit like Uncle Randy is for the win. Oh, yeah. All right. When your significant other who never once worked late suddenly needs to work late. Mm. And that starts to happen more and more frequently. They may be lying. That's the same thing as like the traveling thing. It's like if they had the same job, but now all of a sudden, I mean, and it's, you know, my job gets weird sometimes where like shit gets thrown at me, but like usually I, there's a heads up. Sure. That yeah. I'm like, hey, some shit's happening that I'm going to be working a lot more. But if it's everything's supposed to be the same and all of a sudden, yeah, they're working late all the time. Same thing as the traveling. I think that's suspect as fuck. Yeah. A cheating partner might also suddenly be forgetful about picking up the kids' birthdays and other important events. Oh, fuck that. The kids have not... I mean... I think that's the last sign. When you start forgetting to pick up your kids... Yeah. That's you're a, fired. That's that, fucking... That, that's bye. <laughs> now, here's a great one, folks. And I want to I get to the nasty part of this. This is very true. All right. Friends start being uncomfortable around you. With infidelity, you, the betrayed partner, are nearly always the last person to find out. (laughs) The cheater's friends often know about the infidelity from the start, and your own friends are likely to find out long before you do or see it before you do. This knowledge typically causes these individuals to feel uncomfortable around you. The cheater's friends might try to avoid you or be overly nice to you. Your (laughs) own friends may try to avoid conversations about your relationship, and they might overcompensate by being extra nice. Yeah, because they don't want to be the fucking ones to say something. And then, yeah, no. No, and it puts your your friends in a bad spot. Yes, and again, Uncle Randy's done it all, seen it all. It (laughs) definitely puts your friends in a bad situation if they have to lie for you. That's what happens, though, with cheating is you involve a friend – they have to lie for you unnecessarily. And, you know, you, it takes life experience to realize how fucked up that is. But Muddy. it does happen. Muddy's here. Fake news. Muddy tits. <laughs> Those of you that don't know Dr. Muddington. Dr. Muddington. He's a legend. 
legend. <laughs> He's a married AF legend. He is. He has been a How do you break it job. to a friend that they're being cheated on? I don't know. I've never been I, I don't I don't I do not know. <laughs> that would be terrible. No, it's it's tough. It's I don't awful. know. I mean, I'm interested in, that, in putting that back on the listeners. When what have you ever had I to do that? I don't know how you would uh do that. You know, Oof. my typical my response is, it shit, that's not my business. Too. Well, But that that's a tough spot to be in, But too. it depends on the friendship. So if it's somebody that's like your brother or your sister, somebody that you're that close with, I feel like you would, you would feel obligated if you knew. Well, yeah, but look, I'll put it in this perspective. Dude, talk. When you put a, a male friend in that position... You, everybody, know, I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. The bros before hoes thing is real. Guys grow up hey, with that line. I'm just. A, I know, but let me finish here. Too. I know, but I'm. I can only speak for the guys. So from the guys' perspective, the dudes are usually going to ride it out, and that puts them in a bad. You know, just as you grow older, you realize that's fucked up to put them in that spot to have to do that. You know, so like to Cade's point, you get some friends that won't let you cheat, but. You know, there's only so much your friends can do. You're going to make that decision, and it just puts them in a bad spot, especially when you involve them and share them with them. Right. That's why I always go back to remember an Amy Lyle's answer. When we asked her that question, she's an author from here, Atlanta. She's awesome. She said, look, if somebody cheated on me, don't put that shit on me and tell me later. Like, I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck that. Why are you going to ruin my life? So, yeah. you know. I always think back to that. It's tough. I just p- would prefer to stay out of people's private lives. Oh, for sure. Because I, unless someone's being hurt. Physically or yeah. children are in danger or something. Like, that's a whole different thing. But I can thing. smell it a mile away, though. You can see it. It's obvious to people. And a lot of times, you don't know if that person really knows. They just don't want to admit it yet, you know? Sure. Like, and, uh, yeah. But... It just puts, don't bring your friends in if they're good friends with your fucking significant other. Um, <laughs> Patrick, mother way, but you say she's just a friend. Yes. But you say she's just a uh, friend. Oh, baby. Robert you. Owen said, no Harvard study will ever have this info, but number one, if you have visited or lived in the cabin. Yes. <laughs> that, that was. So uh, all you dirty motherfuckers that lived in that nasty ass house. That is so true. The house, uh, for those it. that don't know, the cabin just is the out. house I lived in in college. <laughs> In Florence, Alabama, that house would impregnate every woman that walked in. It was filthy. We had wild ferrets, <laughs> cigarette butts. There is no such thing as fucking wild and, ferrets in Florence, Alabama. And we had a fry daddy that for two years never had the oil changed in it. And we <laughs> ate chicken tenders every night for two years. <laughs> and we had a dog named Little Nasty that lived on Doritos. Until it got run oh, over. Oh, Stacy said one of the worst parts of being cheated on is knowing your friends knew and never told you. So that's what I'm saying. That's what a tough spot. But, you know, some people are going to take it weird. Like, what about the friend? If you go and you tell the person, hey, you're being fucked around on, and then they turn around and punch you and, the, you know, kill the messenger. They're going to be mad at you for a minute. And I know eventually they'll get over it time and all true, that. If it's true, then they would appreciate you telling them, I think, eventually. But it, it could, it could for real... And that friendship. Patrick Motherway, does cheating start with penetration? <laughs> Muddy, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it starts way before that. Hey, and the older the older that I get, the truth of the matter is oh how God. much more I buy into like the emotional cheating. 
Like that gets realer as re- that shit is so real. It's more real and the that's more. That's why I say that you can't be friends. Yeah. You can be associates. There's too many opportunities for fuckery, sons. Look, trying to help you. It all comes back. Yeah, because when you're actually in a relationship that you are so emotionally invested, holy that shit. That everything in your world hinges on it. It matters if the person you're with ha- is emotionally connected to somebody else. That's not cool. That's hilarious about Colin's house. The fantasy our factory. House also had spray painted walls. Shut the fuck and up. The, the homeowner had- hated us. Yes, and we used black spray paint. You're assholes. Yeah, we were terrible, renters. terrible assholes. All right, so all right, here we go. Here's number. Texting got- is cheating. Yes, Madison, you better not text no other bitches. <laughs> oh hell no, dude! You got. I'm telling you, that's all about the open shit. I, I beg you, like I, I give you my like. I'll go places and be like, here, look. I just want you to see. But what what's funny about it is they'll then stop looking. It's almost weird. Like the minute that it's it's all based on uh, behavior. Mm-hmm. If you're acting fish, that's when somebody will want to look. Right. If you're being more guarded with it, that's when you your significant other is going to want to look more. I don't want to look in Randall's or phone. Like, I have no desire. To Madison's point, also when a woman is pregnant, you don't want any because I mean that's who knows what that's like. I can't even imagine. So you better not give any vibes. Any Don't auras. give one. You no. didn't do anything. I was just a hormonal mess and thought that any day now you were going to leave. And me. I've told you a hundred <laughs> times. I don't even think you were that. I, I don't it remember was all you being up here. anyway. It was all in my own nightmare of a head. You're right, uh, Muddy. Uncle Randy does text you, Phil. Well, that's not cheating. No. <laughs> no. That's fine. Y'all that's do fine. whatever. <laughs> All right, so here's the last two is unexplained expenses. There are odd charges on your partner's credit cards, suddenly less money in your bank account, retirement accounts, yada, yada, yada. The cost of cheating adds up quickly. That's just obvious. But it's also obvious to me if you don't share your bank accounts. What's going on? That's a big thing. Look, we've talked to (laughs) Madison and Colin about that, like about the. Spouses Venmoing each other. <laughs> oh, dude. Producer Dave is spot on. Once you get a female friend, be prepared to donate half your shit. Yeah, that's what Rob Set was it. saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what Robert was saying. Yep. Spot on. <laughs> Patrick, I honestly think you'd have sex with me. Mm. All right, buddy. Know, buddy. That, that, weird, that, that half finger you got up until you lost that finger. You're a handsome man. <laughs> Muddy's a very, a very handsome man, with very silver fox-like as he's gotten older. He's filled out nicely. He was a scrawny yes. bastard in high school. Then he cut that finger off, added some girth. Mm-hmm. Added he's some girth better. to the rest of his body. Yeah, he's aged well. He has. Muddy's not a bad-looking fella. And he's got, I don't know how many kids he's got now in Chicago. He's Thousands. Like, everywhere. <laughs> he's got a litter of children's. He went out. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Muddy has 10 kids. I don't Just know what happened. Disappeared. In, in three years. He pops up once a year. <laughs> all right. So the emotional intimacy has faded. This is the last one. After a few years, no relationship is as intense as it was the first few months. That said, we do tend to bond to and securely attach over time. Learning to trust one another with our secrets, our desires, and other important aspects of our life. That process is known as building emotional 
something that's cut off, <laughs> does not seem to want to be with you emotionally vulnerable and intimate. That's a strong indication that their focus has shifted, most likely to an affair partner. Yeah. That's the emotion. Uh, and, well, and I think that's, that's saying like if someone that's normally very emotional and vulnerable and trying and to pussy like son, <laughs> and they well, all of a sudden aren't pussy like. That's right. room for it concern. It goes both ways, though. It could be like if your husband is always trying to like connect with you, and then all of a sudden not, and then same with like if the like wife I said, is always being trying. A pussy son. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. Don't kill me. <laughs> Don't take half of my shit. Damn, producer Dave <laughs> nailing it. Yeah, Robert that's... coming through in the paint. Mm-hmm. All right, so yes, those are all the signs and uh, truth, I, son. I believe it. Those are those are it. Those are it. I think it's all. Uh, I think, I think we... it's all pretty true. Now <laughs> that does suck, because man, if you travel, you are fucked. Because that is just even if you're the nicest, most caring spouse, it puts a target on your back. Mm-hmm. Which is why our buddies Colin are so good about it at being so transparent. Yeah. You better be when you travel, sons. Look. Or ladies. Look at what Colin just said. Massive lie men tell themselves the relationship doesn't always burn white hot. Yeah, motherfucker. When the bonfire starts to cool, you put another log on it and stir the coals. It's for damn true. I personally think our relationship now is more white hot than whatever 12, 12 years ago. Yeah. No, it's a after totally... the you know Gunner and and Griffin being here all the time. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a constant something you have to tend to for sure. It's not just gonna happen no, no, on no. its own. You yeah. have to. We're both huge advocates of uh, yeah. You better always make time for yes. the for the sexy time, sons. <laughs> the 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 time alone at all times. That's imperative. To me, that's out of all the signs. When some shit happens, when you build out enough of a pattern sexually, whenever there's a huge dip in that, there's some issues going on, sons. Yeah. Nothing is hotter than Bama Jam, Muddy. That's true. That is the goddamn truth. Bama Jam was a music festival for the ages. <laughs> People, uh, historians will look back on it one day as the true Woodstock. Well, and America. we had some legendary, Country. legendary times there. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I don't remember all of them. No. Bama Jam, they don't make those. Any, and now with the new normal. We'll okay, never well, have even before again. the new normal, Bama Jam was gone oh, years know, ago. Because the promoter the, embezzled money and yes. got into some shit with Patrick in Chicago. Well, was, he was like doing some shady shit with some politicians. And like, was it? Yeah, it was <sighs> nothing was on the up and up for that. But damn, we had a good time. And Muddy. Stole a bunch of booze from the bar. It was good times, man. He is man. still wanted in Enterprise, times. Alabama. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. I've never seen anything like it. We went, I remember walking <laughs> in there with Muddy vaguely, drunkenly into this tent, which was like a, a bar at the festival. And my buddy, not thinking twice and taking every <laughs> bottle of booze that they had and just walking away so nonchalantly. That's why no one saw it. But wasn't just, it because we had the VIP like from my work? I don't know. We definitely took advantage of the <laughs> VIP in ways that were not good. No. <laughs> oh man. No, but but that here's, was here's also the thing so that long I, ago. I think it's great. Like the traveling and stuff. That's a young man's game. Oof. Yeah. You know, 
our our friends that do it are young. Got there, you know, getting it out of the way. These guys are all going to be high professionals. You guys maybe. are all going to be get that out of your like. You're going to promote out of that having to do that as much. Yeah. I think. And eventually, as your wives drop the kids, <laughs> it'll become the less millions possible. of kids. The more that y'all kids, are gonna... the, the much more less possible. <laughs> Abby's like, will become. fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. I just wanted to have a discussion about that. So, in summation, while we can wrap up, Uncle Randy doesn't think men and women can be friends. They can be associates. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to fuck. It's not proved by science. Somebody always wants to fuck. I thought science. Harvard proved it. Yes, they did. And Uncle Randy, I've said that way before okay. Harvard. Right. It's always the case. Uh, so, Abby agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it associate-like, son. Remember, people are associates. They're not friends, son. Unless you want to fuck them and you're both single and you both want to fuck, then then do it. Whatever you want to do. I could give two shits. Or if your relationship is some open thing, I mean, hey, that's your business. Uncle Randy doesn't care. Hell, I love everybody. Do whatever you want, sons. Move to You want to play with each other's buttholes? I like it. That's fine. All right. That was for Muddy. He loves ass play. He knows that. Oh, for sure. That's true. And see, that's why it's smart when you're younger and you travel for your jobs because, you know, you can build up the that definitely gets you paid more. Mm-hmm. That's the smart time. You don't want to start traveling all of a sudden when you're 40 and have three kids mm-hmm. and you never traveled before. Not going to be good. Unless it's like a you don't have a choice because you have to make but set yes. your standard when you're young. Yes. Work your way up your company. If you got to travel, you travel when you're young. Boom. Smart move. For sure try to do it when you're youngsters like Colin and Cade. Yeah. Young men with so much vigor. (laughs) Patrick, so much. All right, y'all. Well, we will will see y'all again on the flip side when we find something uh, funny and fun to talk about. But you are all rascals. And remember, suck your neighbor's dicks. And your own. Yes. (laughs) Fuck yourselves. See you later. Bye. Are right, you still recording here? Yeah, I just are ended. We, are we off? <clears throat> yeah, I ended the broadcast. All right, so that was fun. I think we got to the bottom of that, that men are filthy animals. Basically, science proves it. We're the worst. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever disagreed with that. No, I didn't know it was so violently of a discrepancy, though. I just assumed uh, everyone was rascals. Uh, no. Everybody is rascals, but it, not proportionally. <laughs> No, it's clearly not proportional. Disproportionately towards men, for sure. The the women rascals are more outliers. Man, men are dumb, though. Women are more emotional and wanting to be... And that's why they can be friends, because they think you're really being a friend and being there sure. for them. And, and then, not. But then it, like, it breaks... There's an agenda. Your, no, and then it breaks your heart, and you can't be friends with them anymore when you find out that all they've been trying to do is fuck you. Because of course. It's, it's happened to every single woman. It's happened... Oh, yeah. I and it, It's the fucking worst, because you're like, seriously, dude? I really just thought you were my friend. Yeah. And what's even funnier to me, though, is that men think that the women find them as attractive as they find the yeah. women attractive. No, they're that like... That is so funny. That's not surprising in the least. Zero percent am I surprised at that. It's like, they're like, she's so into me. No, If you I'm idiot. into her, then she's definitely into Yeah, me. no, she just truly thinks you're her friend and that you're being a caring human and being her friend. Like, 
a lot. But I mean, it's not always men and women too, by the way. No, it can talk, but this is just the majority. Don't we're not trying you know, the study even said heterosexual men and women. So yeah. that's all the study looked at. Yeah. There can all there can be all kind of blurred lines nowadays. Totally. In all aspects. Uh-huh. There's still shenanigans. I don't trust the oh one or the other says they're gay. That doesn't mean they're not going to still want to fuck, son. Gay people love to fuck, too. But are the chances smaller? Maybe. No, but it's, but it's been the case, too, where like a woman who's heterosexual might be close friends with a woman sure. that's, that's a lesbian. And sure. then she, it's kind of the same situation where like you think she's just being a good friend. Sure. And then all of a sudden, it's like she tries to make a move, and it's like, sure. no, I thought no. we were just friends, and you knew I was straight, but sure, you know, yeah, you don't, you rarely hear about a dude being friends though with a lesbian, and all of a sudden the lesbian wants the dude, and he's like, what? No, that only happens in like stupid rom coms. <laughs> that, like that's it's never, never in real life. For no. real life. Dudes, no. we're just... Uh, it would maybe be the other... I don't know. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it wouldn't even be the other way around. We are just... Uh, it would be the other way around that, like, the girl... be Because I... <laughs> yeah, plenty of girls are best friends with gay guys and just hoping that one day that guy is going to realize, you know what? Sure. I don't want to date other guys. I want to date you. Yeah, and then they'll end up... Uh, Getting no. cheated on by the gay guy with no. one of their lovers. It just never happens. And then yeah. they get their heart broken because they're like, no, I really... And then you just can't be friends with them. Yeah. Again, and, you know. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm ready to roll. We've been at it for now an hour. and uh, Cool. Let's go. I am... I'm tired. It's been a I'm long day. I'm capped off at an hour. Yeah. So we've yeah. been three weeks in a row with content, though, so... Uh, we're back, hoes, and we might take another hiatus soon. <laughs> it's coming. So Don't get used be, to this. <laughs> yeah, just be prepared to go with the ebbs and the flows. Don't get used to this no. regularity. Hell no. We can't be consistent. What the fuck would that do? That would just ruin our whole reputation of being not consistent. Yes. All right. Well, we will see you all later. Bye.